Welcome to Word in Season with Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari, providing strength and solutions for today and hope for tomorrow through the Word and power of God. Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari is the General Overseer of Faith Word Charismatic Ministries worldwide. He is an apostle, a prophet, and teacher of the Word. He has a powerful traveling ministry accompanied by many miracles, signs, wonders, and revivals. Get ready for an empowerment that will enable you to walk in dominion and have a triumphant life. Now, the Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari. For what is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou takes knowledge of him? Man is like unto vanity, and his days are like a shadow that passes by. Like a flower that blossoms in the morning and at sunset it withers. So is man that thou have created. We have gathered here this evening at your feet. Because Lord, you are mightier and stronger than we are. A man cannot fathom all your wondrous works. The beauty of your creation, the stars and the moon and the sun, the mountains and all the power within the elements. And so we gather this evening that Lord, we ask you, strengthen us where we are weak. Break yokes where we are burdened. Let every activity beyond us be turned into a glory in our lives. Strengthen the weak hands and let the feeble needs be strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say, I am rich. Beat every pruning hooks into spears. And beat all our problems into profits. May we never leave your presence the same way we came. But let every shadow of darkness in our lives be turned into light. At the end of the service, give us a reason and a cause to say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us come to the house of the Lord. Let everybody who came here testify for you be filled with the waters of the Spirit. Let your Holy Spirit give us living waters that we will not test again. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify your holy name, King of kings and Lord of lords, for answering our prayer. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we be seated? It is very important for you and I to know that it is not just fasting and praying that God is interested in, but that finishing well is as important as starting well. You may start a race, but if you don't believe God for strength to finish the race and you fall by the way, the Bible said the just shall live by faith but he who draws back my soul shall have no pleasure in him and so if you make 
an agreement with God and to yourself that you're going to fast for 40 days. And then after fasting for four weeks, this will be our fifth week. On Monday, it will be our fifth week. And then you draw back. You are not going to get God's pleasure from what you are doing. God is saying, I cannot bless you. Are you with me? And so for those of us who are sons and daughters of faith, where that for reasons of tiredness and hunger or whatever, your zeal and your commitment to the fasting is waving off. I wish I could help you, but I cannot help you. This is the price you and I will have to pay individually for us to reach our goal and to receive God's attention and His mercy. In your work with God, you come to a place where there is no substitute to your personal input. If you go to a malam, a malam will use a magic or sorcery to do something for you, which you didn't pray or fast for. But here, we are not looking for magic. We are looking for miracles. I said we are looking for miracles. Miracles do not come without men and women fighting or fighting for it. It is either you are fighting for miracles or faking for magic. We are not faking it. We are fighting by faith. Faith is a fight. The Bible said, fight the good fight of faith. So let me bring you to this understanding that we are not here entertaining ourselves or coming here to entertain God. God is not sad for you and me to entertain him. We come before him with boldness, with faith, and with aggression, believing that faithfully see who are promised, that he will also perfect what he has said at the end. May God answer you and me by the faith which we have come before him and do for us which, that which only he can do. Amen. Is somebody here? Tonight, I want to preach on what I call things that happens at midnight. Things that happen at midnight. And I'll be giving you prayer points along the line. So just be writing something. Some of you come to church, you will never write anything. You won't buy books. You won't listen to recorded messages. So I don't know how you are going to grow spiritually. If you went for a lecture or a conference or any public gathering where you are going to learn something, at least you just some points, isn't it? So take some notes, okay? Because you don't buy books, I want to do daily uh, devotional uh, book for you, but I'm afraid you won't buy. Oh, yes. You are not going to buy. Daily devotion, every day you open and then in the morning or evening, there is a portion of the Bible with some uh, meditative uh, scriptures and things to, you know, ponder over. It helps you to nurse your soul and to grow spiritually. But I haven't really seen the zeal in most of you in this house that motivates me to want to write daily devotional books. If I see it, I will know. But for now, I haven't seen it. Except you come and tell me. Okay? <clears throat> so when they see Kamema, you guys will come and tell me. And then I'll write one for you. Oh, I have over 8,000 books in my bedroom. Yes, you are not buying books. And some of you are even ashamed to recommend your pastor's books to people you know in your offices. Auntie Gifty Burning, your office at Abokobi uh, Assembly there. 
A lot of people can just read my book and follow you to church. Isn't it true? If you take about two, four, five books, recommend it to your bosses and friends, they buy this book. 40 CDs, it don't kill them. They'll be blessed. You see it? So, desire to write and desire to learn. The Bible said, buy uh, what? The truth and sell it not. Okay. So, today I said I'm teaching about what? Things that happen at midnight. The first thing that happens at midnight is demons are recruited to destroy innocent people at midnight. Demons are recruited. We want to greet our brothers and sisters at Prophetic Burial. I don't know why the technical people delayed and frustrated us today. It is exactly 8.30 and you are just being put on the line. We are sorry. We will talk to our people in the technical room and next time they won't do that to you. Let's clap for all our brothers and sisters on our Zoom prophetic burial. Because of the fasting, it looks as if prophetic burial is on recession, but we are not on recession. We are glad you have connected to what we are doing, and we pray that the same anointing flowing in the house will reach you also wherever you are. God bless you. Connect and enjoy. Hallelujah. Amen. I said demons are what? Recruited to destroy innocent people at night. Now, when I say innocent people, I am not using the word innocent here to mean somebody who never sin or make mistakes. But I'm talking about innocent as in you not knowing what the enemy is planning against you. If you are not um, privy to something, you are innocent about it, isn't it? So that is the context in which I use the word innocent. So when I say innocent, I am talking about being oblivious to spiritual tactics or evil plots being fastened against you. Most of the things we suffer in the daytime are planned at night. Am I helping you? If you see something going wrong in your life in the day, it is not being calculated at you in the day, but it was done in the night. So when they do it in the night, you are going to see the results in the day. Let's look at Isaiah 56, verse 9 to 12. The reason why waking up and praying at midnight is very, very essential to your conquest and victory in this journey with God is what I am teaching. A lot of you get yourself so busy in life that it's almost <coughs> impossible for you to make time and pray at night. In fact, praying in the morning before you even go to work is a big issue. So I will not talk about the night where many things happen in the bedroom. I won't talk about that one. But a lot of you will never give your night to prayer. All the time you want to sleep. You can sleep and snore. And uh, some of you, when we see the way your face go at night, you will run away. <coughs> Hallelujah. You see the mouth has protruded very flat. And sometimes you see the lower lip is elongated than the upper lip. Sometimes the upper lip is the one that is longer than the lower lip. Some of you will sleep and it's like, when we were young, they say, if you uh, steal X and you die, your eyes won't close. Some of you will sleep and your eyes are still open. Your eyes are like this, but you are gone. In the night, many, many things happen to us. Praise God. Tonight, may you receive wisdom to offset every evil that is called against you in the night. So here is... A demon, a principality, recruiting other demons to come and destroy innocent believers in the night. A principality who is a captain of other demons. 
Remember, I have taught you that principalities are territorial demons. They rule over a given geographical area or location. So there's a principality for Ghana. And that principality also have sub-principality within the sub-metropolis. So the more the jurisdiction is becoming localized, the more the principality is also becoming localized. And when you begin to delocalize them, the more their powers also become delocalized. If you go to the village, the MCE at Odododio constituency, that is the only constituency I know in Ghana election, Odododio. Odododio constituency municipal assembly has a chief executive officer. That chief executive officer is the representative of the government, or say His Excellency, uh, His Excellency President Nana Akufuado. His Excellency President Nana Akufuado is the president of Ghana, the principality that oversees Ghana. But by the time you get to Odododio, his power has been delocalized. Eh? It has been, uh, sorry, it has become localized and given to uh, an MC who said, Chia. <laughs> who said, Chia. Hallelujah. The president may not say Chia in public, but his representative at the local assembly, called the DC or MC, can misbehave easily and say Chia because his powers are what? Localized. His powers are reduced. Are you getting it? Yeah. So all the over 230 something uh, assemblies or constituencies have their own small, small government representative, which we call MCs or DCs. All of them are smaller demons. The principality himself, who recruited them, is His Excellency President Nana Akufu Ado. Good. So this is President Nana Kufuado, His Excellency, recruiting lesser demons who are being empowered in the night to go and destroy innocent Christians, innocent people who are not saying in prayer. And then it says, And ye beasts of the field, come to devour. Yea, all ye beasts in the forest. The beasts in the forest here is referring to demons. Are you getting me? I told you before, anytime we hear the Bible talking about beasts, okay, the beasts of the field, he is talking about wild demons, demons that are sent to destroy and devour. So a demon is calling these demons to come and destroy. And this is why he says, all ye beasts of the field, come to devour. Yea, all ye beasts in the forest. His watchmen are blind. His watchmen referring to Christians who are supposed to be in intercession and in prayer at night. They are blind. They can't see. They can't have visions. They don't understand spiritual things. When you are asleep and you are blind, this is what the devil is doing. He's calling other demons to form a network, an army, to fight your finances, fight the fruit of the womb, fight your marriage, fight your spirituality, fight your health, fight your wealth, fight your longevity. Anything of your interest, demons are recruited at night to fight you. And so he said, they are blind. They are all ignorant. You see it? So ignorance also plays its role. Even if you can't see spiritual visions and you know the word of God, the word you know, that knowledge, can guide you to pray. Are you getting it? By you, you don't hear God. You don't see visions. You don't walk in revelation. You too, you won't learn the Bible. So how are you going to know that there is a devil out there that operates in the night? 
For example, if I didn't read the Bible to see this, how will I know that they need for me to stay up at night? The Holy Spirit will not come and tell you this one. Am I helping somebody here? So in the night, these beasts are gathered against you and you say it's because you are ignorant, you are blind, and they are all dumb dogs. A dog is supposed to do what? What is he supposed to do? Oh, talk to me, I don't like that. Are you angry or you are hungry? Which of the grease? Eh? Let's read it. Ready, go. Yes, start it. Ready, go. Uh-huh. 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 Hey! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the devil is insulting you. The demon is insulting me. He says, all of us, we are lazy cocoons. Always slumbering, always sleeping. We come back. Whoa, 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 whoa. You see the way we pray? When you wake up, you are praying. Ho, 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 ho. Somebody say, we are mad. We are not bad. We are not mad. We are doing what you are born to do. You are born again to pray. To be a watchman. The dog is supposed to be a watchman. When you are asleep, dogs don't sleep. If you sleep at night and your dog sleep, then both of you are lazy together. You imparted your lazy anointing to your dog. But you see that when you are asleep and somebody is passing or something is happening in the house, one day I saw my dog fighting uh, a snake. We were asleep and I heard the dog move, 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 move. Before we know, it killed the snake and it ate it. Huh? So if I didn't have the dog, I will wake up. A snake has come to maybe hide somewhere before you know it had beaten me or any of my family or children. But the dog did its work. It is bought to come to the house and play the role of a watchman. Anytime you sleep and you don't pray, you are like a dog which cannot bark. And Satan is a thief. That is his job specification. The Bible says, for the thief come and not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And a thief comes in the night. So when you are asleep, demons are being recruited in this way. And the demon is saying that. So let me tell you something. Thieves said they know where to go. I said thieves know where to what? So this thief, the, the one who recruited them or employed them is saying that, go because... The house I want you to go. Nobody is praying in that house. Nobody is saying watchful or awake. So a demon attacks you because he knows in your life you. You only know how to sleep, how to slumber, how to lie down. You can't see. You are ignorant. And you, 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 see, you see the way he puts it. They cannot back sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yay, they are greedy dogs. We can never have enough. And they are serpents that cannot work. Understand. So as of we move here, this scripture is a call on you to pray. Serpents, this is a call on you to pray. If you are not praying, you are like a dog that is not barking. We give you souls, all your souls scatter because there is a demon assigned to make sure that that seed that is entrusted to your hand does not stay in church and continue to serve the Lord. You don't pray for your souls. So the devil is always taking them back into the world. You say you want to be a pastor. You don't pray for your church members. If I don't pray for you, many things can go wrong in your life. I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. And I'm in your life. I'm going to
I have been standing 40 days. I will keep on ah, to the end. And in the night, I don't sleep. This evening, I wanted to take medicine. I realized I haven't eaten. If I take the medicine, I'm in trouble. You have eaten, haven't you? I took coconut water. I'm standing here. I don't sleep in the night. Oh. Until the whole afternoon, I'll be sleeping, sir. My body is tired. But I have to pay the price. So if I see you are moody and you are sad, I said the benediction and we go home. Should I say the benediction? No. No, Kura, you can't say it. Should I say the benediction? No. Clap and let me feel your presence. <laughs> eh? They cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain, from his quarter. Come ye, say they, I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink. Do you see it? The wine is talking about the anointing, demonic anointing. So their general who is recruiting them to go and destroy, is saying, I will give you power. I will give you more anointing, demonic anointing. And we will fill ourselves with strong drink. And tomorrow shall be as this day and much more abundant. So he's doing it in the night. They are asleep. So he's calling them to work. They will work at night. And by the time you wake up, he said, tomorrow shall be like this day. Weekday, their day is their night. So by the time it is your day tomorrow, it shall be like their day, what they did in the night. So what they did in the night will turn your day by the following morning. What they said concerning you becomes your reality the following day. What they shot at you will turn. I was talking to somebody in London today, a very good friend of mine, and the sister is suffering cancer. I'm watching the thing and the Lord is showing me certain things from the father's background. I can't say it. It is an arrow. They shot the thing at night, but in the day, the thing has manifested realistically. If you don't stay in prayer, eh, and you take Christianity to be a place where we go and then make noise and go and sleep. And a lot of the things you people are fighting, eh, if God opened your eyes, you will really understand some things. Am I helping you? The Bible says, for every battle of a warrior is with confused noise. Did you see it? Yes. And garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. So when you go to war, every warrior who goes to war uses two things for victory. The warrior uses noise and garments rolled in blood. Garments rolled in blood here meaning when you see your opponent is bleeding and the address is all bloody. You don't trouble yourself with him again. You move to the next enemy. Are you getting it? So by the time all your enemies have their garments stained with blood, you have won. You don't need to worry your head. But when it comes to this type of battle we are fighting as Christians, the, 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 uh, the elements of our victory is not necessarily the, uh, what do you call it, the confused noise we do and the garments rolled in blood. But he said, this one shall be with burnings and fuels of fire. Burnings and fuels of fire. So he is comparing physical and spiritual warfare. When you see a soldier killing, they open fire. Yeah. Isn't it? And when you open the fire, somebody is sure to bleed to death. But when you see us making noise as warriors in the faith, somebody's uh, blood spiritually will ooze. So your noise is a weapon, an arsenal. 
Your noise is a reason for your victory. That is why when he came to the walls of Jericho, they didn't have to shoot any weapon. Just making a noise and shouting and going around only seven times. You are desisting. You are withdrawing your sword or your weapon from touching blood. You make the enemy rule over. That's the Bible said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. When you are the tears of the Quran, I will obey him in India. What you say about? You can't say amen. You don't clap. You don't respond to the word. Now you're fasting. Your face looks like you have been baptized in lemon juice. The devil is excited. Because you know that Tell somebody you are not Job Abrehuni, so smile and clap a little. We are in church. Tell somebody, tell somebody and do it well. Hey! Your face is quenching my anointing today and call ye. Your joy is a weapon. For every battle of a warrior is with confused noise. Your noise can confuse the devil. Your noise can confuse the devil. Huh? That is why sometimes some of you, when you are insulting charismatics, you see, you don't understand spiritual things. Yeah, I have a friend who is a lieutenant colonel in the army. He said, in the army, we are found so genial. You can differentiate between sounds. You're training. So every general or army officer who takes a troop to the warfare, when you listen to the sound of the gun or the arsenal which your opponent is using, when you see your opponent throwing something at you, the sound can tell the commander that this type of ammunition your enemy is bringing, you can't use shotgun or AK-47 to meet him and win. So he has to change your weapons for you. If he doesn't change it, and uh, you, you say, oh, as for us, they only give us pistol. So let us use the pistol to fight. By the time you do piao, 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 somebody is using a machine gun. He can kill 20 soldiers. Before you, you do piao, 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 20. 20 of you is gone already. You see it? So sound is important in warfare. When we are praying, you know the Ekanka people, they do. Their religion is called the religion of sound and light. They look through light, candle, and they just make noise. After one hour, he's off. The body, the spirit has left the body and he's traveling in air. He can go to India, go to Nigeria, Go to Canada, America, UK. Leave the body there. He will go and do whatever he want to do and come back. The religion of ek, that is the meaning of the word ek, ekanka, ex or ex. They are practicing the religion of sound and light. And to you, Christian, now, sorry, I know the importance of noise or sound. Don't sit booty and look at your pastor as if you came to, as a, as, even football stadium, they make noise. Ah, ah. Eh? You see why Mr. Pediadi came here, the whole house here. The few lighthouse members who came to sit here, they took the service. Obisam said, I was even ashamed. Mr. Meyer did the chance of being here. But I was saying, I was saying, I was saying, I was saying, I 
May the Lord forgive all of you today and give you the zeal. Why? Did they tell you that if you make noise in this church, somebody will surcharge you? Are anybody giving you tickets for making noise in church? Eh? Even the market, they make noise there. If you go to the stadium, the side that is making noise, they are the one winning the match. The fact that you are quiet is telling me you are a loser already. May all the winners make noise and let me know they are winning. At midnight, God visits nations, kingdoms, territories, families, and individuals. At midnight, God visits what? Nations, kingdoms, territories, families, churches, and individuals. That he shall make the difference between those who serve him and those who serve him not. Mm? The difference between those who serve God and those who doesn't serve God is made clear at midnight. So if you are not a good Christian, at midnight, God can separate those who serve him and leave you there. That is why the Bible says, Jesus shall come at midnight. You go and sleep. You are not in prayer. You are not prayerful. You, don't, you, you are not a good Christian. You wake up the flame morning. Your wife is missing. Your husband is missing. Your child is gone and the, you and your wife, you are lying on bed. Matthew 24 says, two, two people shall be in bed, one shall be taken. <laughs> I bet you say more. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Two people shall be sleeping and one shall be taken. Father, at all costs, may I be the one that shall be taken. May I be the one, at all costs. <laughs> eh? You and your wife will be in bed, one is taken. You and your husband will be in bed. One is taken. You will be on bed with your boyfriend. Hey! Your boy, oh! One is taken. Obey, sorry, The body is gone. How are you going to look for your wife? Who has left the underwear, the trousers, the browser, the nighty, everything is on bed. Your wife has disappeared. You go and look at the uh, bedroom, your children, all of them are missing. You are going to the police station to do police report. By the time you go there, people are in queue. Everybody is coming to report missing wife, missing son, missing daughter. Then you are going to say, ah, is that that thing the pastor used to talk about at church? Is it the rapture? No, let me call pastor and see. You pick the phone. in or maybe it will be a match the day song on the phone. If your pastor is not correct, there be there be a be ye ye or that the lumba. Ah man, having or ha, having or ha, you pick it. Hey pastor, are you there? It's of it's also of mommy present. He says of mommy is missing. Hey pastor, is it not the rapture? He said, do I even know? <laughs> <laughs> Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Hey, who is the other? May you not be the other, may you be the one that shall be taken. As Exodus 11, 4 to 8, midnight, many things happen. So please, don't take the, the things we are learning for granted. In midnight, eh? Many, 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 many things happen. Many things. And I read the show, Miyama Bibirisi. And the Bible said in Exodus 11, we are reading verse 4 to 8. And Moses said, That said the Lord, about midnight, will I go out into the midst of Egypt? About what time? 
About what time? And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. Hey! All the firstborn of which people? The land of what? So, those who are Israelites, God is separating their affairs from those who are Egyptians, their first. At midnight, God is saying, all the non-Christians, I will kill their first things. I will kill their firstborns. I will destroy their first businesses. I will destroy their first salary. Anything that is first. You see, your first is your best. When the Bible talks about your firstborn, it's referring to the beginning of your strength, your might, your excellence, your best. And see, in the Bible, the Bible said, all the first things are mine. If you take it, it is called the accursed thing. And God curses you, curses your efforts, curses your profit, curses everything that must accrue to you for profit. And God said, to prove to these people that I love my own and I hate those who are not for me, I will kill their firstborn tonight. So those who didn't have insight and foresight into what happens in midnight, everything to them unaware. He said, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitted upon his throne, even unto the firstborn of the male servant that is behind the male. And all the firstborn of beasts or the Moanswakan. And if you are not a Christian, even your farm animals at night, the angel is going to kill them. I remember during the COVID-19, we slept, we wake up. I have very fat, nice rabbits. Hundreds of them, they all died. We went to sleep, when you go to sleep, all the rabbits were doing very well. We woke up the following morning, all of them were gone. And when they load them in, 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 in uh, sacks, I couldn't look at it. If I look at the fat, and I look at the meat, and I look at the fluffy hair, ah, I was in the room for one week. I couldn't come out. So if God is killing your firstborn, how will you feel? This one is rabbit. But your firstborn, and he's adding your beast, your cow. May that never be your portion after tonight in the name of Jesus. The firstborn of all beasts. And there shall be a great cry throughout the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it anymore. So midnight... When God visits people, it is either for good or for bad. If you are not staying in prayer, if you are not prayerful, if you are not a Christian, if you are not a child of God, and God decides to visit Ghana tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he will do something which will separate those who serve him from those who serve him not. So when God talks about visiting a people, a Christian, a nation, a family, a kingdom, a community, it happens in the night. Just as demons also operate in the night. After this fasting, I see God visiting somebody at midnight and changing and turning your situation all around. Some of you will wake up the following morning and cancer has vanished from your body. HIV has disappeared from your body. A tumor has vanished from your body. Am I blessing you tonight? So you are going to pray that, Father, let every visitation plan to separate me from the negative patterns of my family never be missed 
in my life. You will never miss God's visitation in your life. May you never miss that visitation in your life. Is it a blessing to you? Do you want God to visit you? God can visit you and your life will not be the same. One day, we are told that Jesus went to visit the house of Mary and then he left and he was told Lazarus is dead. He went to the graveside of Lazarus, didn't have to pray. He just said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came forth. When Jesus visits you, anything dead in your life can receive life and resurrect. Anything dead in your life, may it resurrect tonight in the name of Jesus. Some of you, your joy is dead. No matter what they do for you, you are never happy. Hey, Ampao, some of you, we don't even know what to do for you to be happy in life. Even when we, we favor you, you are angry with us. Hey, depressed people, depressed people. Yeah. Eh? Troubled people, troubled people. Angry people, anger people. And worrying people, worry people. You can never help somebody who believes that they are so troubled that they must be allowed to be troubled. The more you try to put smiles on their face, the more they see you as an enemy. The more you try to encourage them, the more they feel depressed. If you are not careful, even you yourself, they will depress you. It's a demon. Am I helping somebody in the church? But when God chooses to visit you, one visitation and encounter with God is worth much more than a lifetime of struggle can bring you. Are you here? And Everything will change. But you need to exhibit a certain attitude or lifestyle quality before you can have heaven's visitation in your life. And that is what a lot of people don't want to do. They don't want to pray. They don't want to live a holy life. They don't want to stay in prayer, in fasting. Some of you, if not for church, for the whole year, you will never fast even 6 to 7. 6 to 7, starting 7 a.m. And breaking 7 a.m. Unim, 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> Also at 6 a.m. we say, by say we say, ah, I, 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 and if you are like me who like uh, fufu, you say, I know I'm going to be in the fridge. And then you'll be calling for early morning fufu. You come fast. You can't pay the price for God's visitation. Tonight, I pray for you. May the God of heaven grant you the grace to wait upon God until heaven visit you and change your situation. Number three, at midnight, the pride of firstborns are taken. The pride of firstborns are what? Genesis 49, the verse 3 through to 5. Genesis 49. The Bible said, Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my might, at the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power, unstable as water, Thou shalt not excel, because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then defiled thou it. He went up to my couch. Simeon and Levi are brethren, instruments of cruelty are in their hands. 80. When the devil targeted Simeon, uh, 
Reuben, the firstborn, and wanted to destroy the rest. He went to provoke him to sleep with his father's wife. Now, you will realize from the book of Genesis that when God also wanted to attack unbelievers, he visited the affairs once. In the same way here, Satan wanted to attack a believer, a Christian, and his children. He went after the firstborn. And that's why most of you, when you see a typical prophet like myself, when I call people, I say, are you a firstborn? And I say, I'm seeing this, 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 this is a firstborn satire. He say, yes, I'm a firstborn. How am I able to know? And why is it that the devil is always bringing the most fearsome of attacks only on the firstborns? Because the first is the best. If the first is blessed, all the rest that follow will be blessed. Today, I'm going to lay hands on all firstborns in this auditorium. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So we are going to pray and defend the rise of our firstborns. If you are firstborn here, pray for yourself. Now, Father, let every attack on firstborns pass over my head. And if you are a mother, a father, pray. Father, let every attack on my firstborns pass over their head. Is it a good prayer topic? Yeah. Number four. At midnight, the gaze of nations, families, cities, and kingdoms, individuals and communities are taken. The gaze of nations, families, cities, and kingdoms, individuals and communities are taken. When I say taken, they are closed. Your enemies determine whether your gates are closed or open at midnight. Uh, one of the blessings, the Bible said, the patriarch Jacob blessed, uh, were blessed with when the Lord blessed Abraham, their father, was that the children of Israel one of their cardinal markets that they will possess and control the gates of their enemies. Genesis 22, the verse 17. Genesis 22, the verse 17. Shall you read it? Shall you read it? That in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed at the stars of the heaven, and at the sun which is upon the seashore, and thy sea shall possess the gaze of what? Thy sea shall do what? I can't hear you well. Your sea shall do what? And so if you see a typical descendant or child of Abraham, one of the cardinal signs or the cardinal uh, benefit that they are children of God is that they always have a special or unique grace to possess the gaze of their enemies. Let me tell you, there are gaze in the spirit. There are gaze in the spirit. If your gaze are closed, if your enemy take over your gaze, they determine the things you can enjoy and the things you cannot enjoy. Your enemy can tell you when you are supposed to die if they control the gaze of your life. Your enemy can take you to Juju or Shrine and the Juju man will give him something to do to you and then by the time they finish with you, if you are not in charge of the gaze of your life, they close the gaze to your breath and then that is it. 
But the following morning, you are gone. Am I helping somebody here? Yes. And girls are taken at midnight. If you don't know, I said girls are done what? So somebody went to sleep. He was okay. Everything was nice. They got up the following morning. He said, my head, my head, my head. They ran the person to Kolebu. Doctor said, you have tumor of the brain, cancer. We can't help you. We need to do chemotherapy. They start mentioning big clinical terms on you. By the time you go through the chemotherapy for about a month or two or three, all your hair and your fingernails are removed. You die. What happened to you? The enemy took over the gaze of your health. Please don't sleep. Some of you are up. Please wake my, 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 madam up. Okay? Don't sleep. We are dealing with issues. We are fasting. If you fast and sleep, it's a serious thing, eh? We are contending. A lot of you get sick with different things. Once sickness can hit you, you will know. Coming to church to pray was not a waste of time. Do you know how many people have died before it was their time? Do you know how many people went to sleep, woke up, a sickness that is not common in their family, hit them and they were no more the same? People have turned into vegetable overnight. They can't go out. They can't go to work. They can't even drive their own car. They bought expensive car. I took my father to, uh, for a checkup at uh, uh, Koforidia, a traditional herbalist. Somebody said they do massage with some herbs, and then if you have stroke, it will go. I said, Daddy, let's not. Oh, they, I said, okay. We went to the place. Pastor, I was very sad. You see, men that are in their 30s, I asked for stroke. You might think that if a person gets to about 60, 70 day old age and then you go on pension and you are not working again and all this uh, free radicals thing in your body begin to pile up. This one, Lizzie, in their 30s, you are uh, a clinical something. 30s and 40s between. In fact, I saw a 27-year-old young man having stroke. I said, what happened to you? He said, oh, I don't know. I went to sleep. I woke up. My whole body, half, is gone. A young man went to sleep and they will never do it in day. You go to sleep, you wake up and it has happened to you. Last year, I slept, woke up in the morning. I couldn't turn my neck, my hand, I couldn't lift it. From my head, half like this to this part was gone. Lizzie is my witness. Lizzie came to the house, he said, Papa, you are anointed, but this one, you need help. She has to go to focus hospital, See if it's your therapist. They come home. The enemy is doing everything to make sure many people don't live to fulfill their number of days on this earth. You go and sleep. You wake up. You, your waist. Just your waist, yo. A certain young man came to sit here. Very tall. I, see, I don't know how many of you remember his prophecy. And I said in your office, I see you as an accountant. And they, you have gone to do some... Uh, do you remember the gold, what you are doing in the gold mine, something, something? And then I said they are going to kill him. They tried the first, they didn't went They are looking for him in an accident on Kumasi Road. Then he said, Yeah, they are going for a funeral the following Saturday. They saw the arrow waiting for the arrow to manifest physically to him in the car. Another time he came here, I pick him. You remember, I said, 
I see uh more funny sample. Cancer of the liver. Mahuni amount. Ah, on in the year to them, why yes, surgery a yini liver, uh the kidney, the yurinim. Was my wife cannot contain this. If I tell my wife, he will go off. She may even die before me. And so she's in the house with the wife. She can't tell the wife they have taken her his kidney. And then the Lord said, if you don't pray for him. The other kidney will also be taken. He said, Pastor, I have followed your ministry since you started in Sunyani. It's been over 15 years. But this secret you have seen, I have come to fear you. <laughs> People are suffering. You saw your friend you brought here, the lectin. Did you know that thing was that serious? Me, I didn't know. Did you tell me you gave me information? When the woman lifted the skirt and you saw the leg, I, I was thinking, how is her husband able to coexist with her in the room? Arrows are flying everywhere in the night. Arrows. Somebody came from America on number four. You remember that incident at Joe Johnson? They were going to the airport, returning to the US. And at the Jolie Johnson, a car has gone to load on its way to Tema. Uh, what do you call it? From Tema to Takurade. And the witches have calculated in the night that their car must meet this car and that car must turn on them. Five people all died on the spot. The American passport, the American visa, whatever state permit was no more needed. Useless. So don't get American passport and think that life don't fit. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I have seen people, eh, they came to Ghana, they didn't return to abroad again. One man said, I, I, well, he came to Ghana and said, I don't even feel like going again. I called him in my meeting. He was the king of Bono people in Italy, those times, 98. I met, I said, if you don't go back to Italy, they will finish you. I see you deformed. The man said, oh, as for Italy, I don't need anything there. I want to live my life here. I said, okay. I stopped talking about it. I gave him the word 98, 2005, when I was doing my national service at Holy Family Hospital, pharmacy. I was in the pharmacy when this man came holding the hand like this. They have cut the hand. Very handsome guy. The, the guy is called Kennedy, Ken. I said, what happened to you, Mr. Ken? Prophet! sawmill, and he's working at the sawmill, and they turn the lights off. And you know the sawmill machine, the blade that rotates like this. He was going to move the belt that turns the metal blade, when suddenly the lights came on. The thing cut, he said, all the hand plus the bone was just dancing on the floor. I couldn't pick it. And he remembered the prophetic word that I have given to him 98. How many years now? Seven years. Don't joke with life. Most of you here, you are first generational Christians. You, you went to Calic. Bless me. Bless me. Nobody ever prophesied to you. You have never seen the power of prophecy. So when you come and sit here, we say clap, we say pray, we say stand, we say do this. You say, oh, prophet, different. You don't know what you are fighting. You don't know. When you may God open your eyes and give you the grace to pray. Guys, somebody have taken over the guests of your life and they determine how much comes into your hands every month. Some of you ladies here, your marital gaze 
are being controlled by witches and wizards in your family. Some of you, the shrine they carried you there when you were a baby. The demon are taking over the gates to your marriage. Any man that see you and said, I want to marry you, they go, they don't want to come again. Look at you at your age. If you want to count how many men have entered, you know enter. You can count 90, 70. I met a certain young lady in my office. I said, I can see more than 90 men that have gone inside. He said, oh, they didn't ask for 90. You didn't see well. <laughs> you think I'm joking? He said, 90, you didn't see well. I said, why are you a prostitute? He said, not really. So even in life, when the devil take over the gaze, men will say, see, but for good marriage, you will never have one. And if you see beauty, the men are not being loyal to this beauty, but they only want to enter and come out. You know something is wrong. Some of you, you have never sat down to analyze your life. You need spiritual analyzer. May the prophetic anointing help you tonight to analyze your life. Judges chapter 16 verse 3. Judges 16 3. May you possess your own gates tonight in prayer. Possess it. Judges 16 verse 3. Yeah, the point says here, I'm going to lay hands on first bones and we go home. Shall we read it together? Ready, go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why didn't he do it in the daytime? When everybody was alive and awake, but he stood, because Samson is a strong man. So if he had done this in the day, anybody that will have confronted him, he will beat you. But he woke up at midnight, waited at night, rose at midnight, waited at midnight, and at midnight took action. Tonight, we are taking action. If you don't take over the gates of your life, your enemies will determine what happens. Anytime I get up, I'm going out. I say, Father, today I possess the gates of my soul. Do you know that this, your body has 12 gates on it? 12 gates. Those of you who don't have my book, go and buy the beast of immorality. I have taught about 12 gates to your soul. If you don't, the Bible says, possess your soul. Possess your soul. How do you possess your soul? By using prayer and declaration to determine things that must enter your mind and things that cannot enter your mind. Okay. The power of sin is the mind. Anything you allow to enter your mind and become your meditation will eventually become you. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. Are you getting it? Listen, if you keep seeing me as your enemy, eventually we will become enemies. It is the mind. If you keep seeing me as your pastor, your prophet, eventually my word will reign in your life. It will be a blessing to you. What you are saying? reality. If you keep looking at the young girl, always. This girl is sexy. This girl is romantic. This girl is very nice. But because you keep admiring the girl and looking at her, admiring the girl, her, her, her picture becomes deep-seated. Her image becomes deep-seated in your mind, your soul. Very soon, you will sleep and start having sex with her in your dream. One day, I remember years ago, I was a kid. I saw one lady in a company. I said, ask for this girl. One day, I want to marry her. I was in JSS too. Do you know when I finished JSS, I went to secondary school. I went to meet the lady there. And I was there one day. The lady walked to me and said, I had a dream about you and you and me. We were married. I said, wow. But do you know, that time when she came to me herself and proposed love, 
I seriously didn't have any affection for her anymore. So the feelings I was having for her at JSL 2, they were fake feelings. The enemy, if I allowed myself to have conceived that idea for a long time, and I was happy the lady was not staying in Techiman, she was in Sunyani. If she was in Techiman, it would have gone wrong. I couldn't be a pastor by now. What is your power? And to possess your soul. Send the thing that you allow to enter your mind. If you are in church and all you see is bad things about the church, bad things about the church. Who is who hates me? Who doesn't like me? Who is my friend? Who is not my friend? Very soon, you will see that everybody becomes your enemy in the church. And you say, as for me, nobody like me. Nobody. Li-. It's not possible. Everybody will hate you. As a man thinks, so is he. Are you getting it? Tell somebody, possess your soul. Think well. Think positively. The way I'm going to say, may God help you. Let me give you my last scripture on this. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Okay, Psalm 107. The verse 12 up to 16. Psalm 107, the verse 12 up to 16. The Bible said, Therefore he brought down their hearts with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. Sorry, out of their distress. Is it distress or distresses? Distresses, okay. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that man will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he had broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Did you say? Did you say? No. When we were doing the prayer work, I was teaching the case, a song in my group. Oh, that man who praise the Lord. Oh, that man who pray. If you are a Nigerian, you should know how to sing this song. You, some of you never listen to Nigerian music. For his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Have you gone to SU before? Scripture Union. Oh, a lot of you didn't go to Scripture Union. That is where we got born again. We were taught how to do warfare with such songs. For his goodness of men to the goodness of men. He had broken the gates of brass and cut the rods of iron in sunder. He had broken the gates of... Yet to say, I don't warfare. Anytime we sing it, we are about to do warfare. That is how I learned vigil, prayer vigil, how I learned how to do all night on my own, alone. Eh? Oh, that man who praised the Lord. Oh, that man who praised the Lord. For his goodness and for his wonderful ways. To the children of men, to the children of men. He has broken the gates of brass and cut the rods of iron in sunder. He has broken the gates of brass and cut the rods of iron in sunder. So there are gates in life. I said there are gifts in life. Apostle Paul said, a great and effectual door is open unto me, but there are many adversaries. I worry because the door has opened, but the man is not. 
going to perform the diary any soon. You, he can't even tell when he's going to marry you because there are eyes, enemies, spiritual forces. Until God break the gates of brass. Those days in nations and kingdoms, they wall it. Cities were walled. So before you conquer a nation and take possession of their wealth, you need to break the gate and enter. So they didn't joke with their gates. They make it of brass. Then they put iron bar at the back. Sometimes you enter some house, you see that the gate there's a wooden bar. When you even break the padlock and you push it, it hit the bar, you can't open the gate. These ones were made of iron bar. So even if you spoil the padlock, you can't push the gate. And the gates were heavy. Some of them, there are about 50 men to open it. To push it. Heavy metal. And God is saying, it's a spiritual and significant in prayer. A great and effectual door is opened. But there are many adversaries. These doors were not physical, but they were spiritual doors. Some of you, I would say any point not be, some of you here, scholarship door has opened. But the guys, a witch and a principality, a demon in your family said, in this house, nobody enjoys scholarship or learn up to higher education, say university or masters. In my house, I had to battle that thing for eight years. When I broke it, all my siblings started entering into the university. In the house, nobody go to university there. My final year secondary school, I, I went off. I, I felt dizzy. The, the three days to me starting my chemistry practical. My co- I saw it Sunday. Me I saw that one man and me cry. Nobody know what happened. Then they put drips on. Maniti and I prepared me for theater for me surgery. And I told God. I said, for where? I will write this paper. If you heal me and I finish this, uh, SS successfully, after university, I will put my certificate there and do your work. That is how come I came into ministry. <laughs> huh? Somebody must break the gate tonight and let certain things end in your family. Amen. If you don't break it, all your sisters coming at your back. They will not enjoy marriage and life. Obiyemu punwabi. Your womb is open. Somebody's marriage door is open. It's open. It's open. All those who are clapping may that become your person. All those who are shouting it, it is the celebration of the open door. Is somebody blessed tonight? Yes. Eh? Yes. <laughs> At midnight, uh, demonic exchanges happen. That is why when you see people that God have anointed, respect them. Respect. Respect. If I tell you how many days I fast in a year, huh? I've been carrying anointing for 28 years. If I tell you how many times I have fasted, you sympathize me, okay? Say yes, you can't Let's be sincere. Meti we lizi me after crossing the fine boy like me. Oma me kakera biya maniaji. Minim life boy. Afi kura na meire ni makukwa na misu antari ese. Oh yes. Nan yo. Oh, modi I won't share some of my old videos. If you see my oversized suit and then my bow-legged trouser, the one that I had not seen where Bahana ne biye ni bi. Yeah. 
wu ajama wo be wu ana de aja oba wo sha na chiwa no wo yiaman i was used to those things would you know up and down and up and down ya modify na friend captain wo bo wo the same thing as ya modify political si unye bi na semi ya papa mo ya na mo aye kola na ya said that you call and ya ne ran ya se captain ya cap be atan eh up and down political si Ah, <laughs> uh, don't confuse us and say it is political. Uh, it's a uh, kaftan. It's not kaftan. Political. That's what our fathers used to wear. And today, Iman and them have modified it with round neck. They say it's kaftan. My father will wear his own and transfer to me. If you see the leg, some of them, my wife stole it. I don't know where she. Mumbisano, I'm copying material. Me, I'm in this. I be a million million. You are there with her, no, you see your trousers are disappearing. You will come back with the way back. You have to see my trousers or say, Many on there, And I want to fight. Obey one, no, no, I copest jeans. No, they are by me, so many jeans. He said, Missy, I tell you, I will say, Oh, now I'm caught up by me, I'm not in any people. Bull legged, and I'm caught on the more kinds. Bull legged, and they say, I'm caught on you, say. A friend, I'm missing a life, boy. Don't I feel quite a bit more dressed? I was just saying, Cry, you're one you. Dressing nowhere. Why ya man I yin yang yatra? I could have seen a fine boy. I feel I'm using your life, Bobo Kurum. You see, in coming sudden here, she said, May you fasting, sir. But I've learned to fast and fast because of people's burdens. If we're a pastor and people are coming to you, we want to marry, it's not, uh, my finances are not working. This one said, uh, I'm married for 10 years. The thing is not coming. This one, and you now, you see into the realms of the spirit, you see that this is what is fighting them. How can you be sleeping and be eating? If you're a prophet, you can eat and the Holy Ghost will rebuke you. Hey, since we started the fasting, God has taken my appetite. When I break and I eat, I vomit. When I want to stay up in the night and you eat, the food will control the game of your belly you feel very coso you can't pray you are heavy so i will taste a little cocoa and i feel like throwing up so i have to stay like that and then your stomach is very light when you people go and you sleep that is the time then the lord said that get up and pray when we went for the you slept you will go on your own bad girl when we were all going to the hey, why many of you didn't take part in the prayer walk don't lie Lizzie, you are number one all of you are organized your own for you i <laughs> 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 you will go your own i won't partake i will give you your leader who also didn't come and then he will lead you there praise god the Bible said, then came there two women that were halos unto the king and stood before him. And one woman said, oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house. And I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered. That The woman was delivered also. And we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house. Save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. When did the woman's child die? Because she did what? A lot of you have overlaid in the night and killed your babies and your dreams. You sleep so much in the night. So you have overlaid on your dreams, your husband, your wife, your child, your finances, your breakthrough. You slept on it and killed it. Overlaid. Because you are oversleeping. Since you came to the church, if all the prayer topics and the direction I gave you, you stood in the night, at least do one night every night and sleep. By now you are flying.
Thank you for listening to this message from the Word and Season broadcast. For inquiries and further information on the ministry of Prophet Daniel Ejakun Afari and how to support this broadcast, please contact us on 0500-242-074. You can also send an email to the prophet using prophet at faithwordcharismatic.org or visit www.danielejakunafari.org. You can also connect with our prophet on social media and worship with us live online by following him on Facebook at Dan Ejakun Afari. On Twitter, the handle is at Dan Ejakun Afari and on Instagram at Prophet Daniel Ejakun Afari. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Faith World TV. God bless you richly.